The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat There we go. There we go. I'm sorry about that. I hit the button beside the microphone. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, a one-man band who obviously missed the beat there just a little bit. <laughs> and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is uh, Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you'd like to catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time I think he'll be live there. I think. Uh, if not, we'll have an educational video up. But uh, he's in Arizona, so I know he's got another event coming on. So I'm thinking he's going to be live. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up whatever device you've got. And then look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and join us in the chat on Rumble. We've got some friends coming in there on Rumble this morning. Good to see you guys. Uh, good morning to you. And um, remember, we're also streaming live to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's the channel if you want to subscribe to that. We'd appreciate that. Also, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, the guys over there giving us a spot there in the morning and also in the afternoon. So we appreciate them doing that for us and uh, letting us speak to their audience. Their audience is huge. You can go over there and sometimes there'll be 12, 13, 14, 15,000 people on that site at one time, like all day long. Uh, sometimes it's even, I've seen, even on the low numbers, I've seen like 8,000 people on the site and everybody hits that site is, uh, is, we have an opportunity to reach there. So we appreciate them uh, doing that for us. Also, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter that goes out once a day around seven, between seven and eight Eastern time that goes out. Uh, and then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are doing, what, the, what we have done in the past week or past weeks or anything like that, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com and you can sign up for that right off the front page. Uh, again, that goes out once a week, and that's on Saturdays. Uh, so be sure and 
check that out. Now, <clears throat> we're gonna we're pausing a little bit on what we've been doing, and I'm not gonna continually go on the way I have. Um, I, I felt like there's there's a need for that. I, I see. I, I see where I've got something on my hand here. I, I see where um, a, a lot of people are having issues even dealing with what's going on today. They feel helpless. They feel hopeless. And in large measure, I'm just going to say it, it's because of their biblical understanding of the kingdom, last days, stuff like that. They feel like, well, this is just the way it's going to be. And there's nothing we can do and not understanding that the king's on the throne and that he's given his orders. And many people say they love Jesus. And I'm not, look, I'm, this is not a, a target at any one person, but there are many people who say they love Jesus and yet they don't do what Jesus says. They, they don't, they just don't do it. And, and mainly, and one reason is they don't understand what Jesus has said. And uh, so that's why we've been taking this time over the past few weeks to just kind of go through and say, what does the Bible say about these things? And I think it's been crystal clear because all we've done is stay in the context. Uh, now, in the past few days, we've talked about a little bit of prophecy as far as what the Old Testament said um, with regards to uh, the people of God and things of this nature, which ties right in with what Christ did, because Christ said he's the one that Moses and the prophets and the Psalms spoke about. So. We're going we're gonna to probably do maybe a couple of more shows on that right now, take a little break from that, and then we might come back to that again. We'll go back maybe to a little bit of the format that we were doing before, but I think these things are important. I think they have uh, tremendous practical implications too, which I'm just seeing little bits of, and I, don't, I, I really don't want to talk about those things until I'm actually doing them. So I'm learning in the process. So I, I want to I want to keep that up. But I promised you a surprise this morning, and um, we were going to do a pre-record yesterday. And sometime we we got our times off, but um, our surprise said, "I'll come on in the morning. I'll bear the brunt of the morning, and I'll come on in the morning." And so we have with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was excited to see you this morning uh, when well, they good. saw the school choice issue. Uh, yep. I had uh, several people say that, uh, oh, oh, you know, I knew it was going to be Lynn. And then uh, <laughs> our friend over uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, Frederick. Yeah, that's what he told me. I said, I'm going to guess that the surprise is Lynn Taylor, the Common Core <laughs> Diva. And I said, you are correct, sir. Uh, so it's good well, to have you. Yeah. And you've Thank got something you. that you want to share with the audience here I do, uh, about now, school choice. So I'm going to turn it over to you. OK, thank you so much. Well, yeah. normally when you see me uh, or when I was on regularly, my T-shirt was on where it said, you know, no BS of horse hockey. I turned it backwards today because on the back of the shirt, when this was made for me, there's my website, but then under it, it says, ask me about school choice. And one of the things that I wanted to share with your audience uh, is that I've got some resources that were given to me by Charlotte Iserbeet by way of John Kleisick. If you'll remember, he's the one who wrote School World Order, and we've done shows with him. But I have bumper stickers that Charlotte had made probably about 10 years ago, Tim. And they say that uh, charter schools and school choice will kill private education. And then it has Charlotte's website down at the bottom, the deliberate dumbing down 
And then she wrote a couple of articles uh, in 2019 to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, all those years ago, I've got uh, bumper stickers and I'm trying to raise awareness that, you know, with the election coming up, that this is going to harm us. Well, she passed before the election uh, could happen. And so that's one of the things that I purposed to do after she passed was to pick up that banner. And so not only do I have the bumper stickers for everyone to take advantage of, but I've put together a little kit on my website and you'll get a one page uh, summary of school choice. You'll get some links to some videos, to Charlotte's articles and to uh, to have some other resources so that you can arm yourself and those around you to help influence this election because this is already and we found this out when betsy devos was trotted out uh after midterms was that the gop was going to stop at nothing to sway the 2024 elections and school choice was the way they were going to do it now ron DeSantis a couple of days ago said of the top three issues he's going to bring in if he's elected school choice was one of the top ones so i'm gonna since i don't have the uh school choice one page up on the website yet that is in the works because what how this is going to work tim is that if you'll contact me via the website we've got packages you could get one for like five dollars you can get uh packages up to a hundred bumper stickers and these are for suggested donations and then the resources will come with it i'm trying to get the resources online so that the only thing that's mailed to you is the bumper sticker but in the meantime i can snail mail bumper stickers, as well as the one pager. And here's what it says in big letters across the top, school choice. And then underneath it, I have put, it can't be a choice when education's all the same. Now, why would I say that? Because, you know, your audience is going to remember how many shows you and I did on the fallacy of school choice. But if you've got someone new, they're not going to know that page 17 of the Every Student Succeeds Act final conference report said all education had to be aligned to the same thing. Well, page 33 of the final de facto rule, which was passed off as constitutional law when we know it wasn't, said the same thing. We're still under that perusal. We have not divorced ourselves from that yet. So here's what it, here's what I did. I put together a summary of the history of school choice. So up at the top, it'll say the date and believe it or not, 1818 to present day. Key information. Parents gave up the responsibility to teach when institutionalized education became the norm. Institutionalized education is managed and maintained by a corrupt state-run system. Now, state is not the individual states of America, but a government system under international solidarity control. COVID. School choice was killed before COVID, but has received extra attention due to COVID. True School Choice was laid to rest in 2015 under the mandates of the Every Student Succeeds Act. Learning, teaching, and testing must be aligned to the same workforce-based standards. COVID has been used as a scapegoat for school choice. Money has strings which choke out freedom. Money given by the state will not be free for you to use in any way you see fit in education. Rather, the scheme is to use the funds to trick you into believing that you can. Technocrats, leftists, neoconservatives, 
progressive socialists, and corporations, along with the U.S. government, have united in international solidarity under the United Nations. And as such, the representative forms of government secured by your tax dollars and elections will become obsolete. Thus, your right to vote is removed. Reform is not our savior. School choice will cause massive reforms in our taxation system. The IRS is unconstitutional via laws and policies. It will cause massive reform of our economy, especially to be more compliant to the UN. This will also impact representation and voting. And without representation, there can be no real education freedom. International solidarity forces obedience to the state. The state requires skill-based training for economic gain, not academic knowledge. And in 1994, the Research Manual for America 2000, or Goals 2000, stated that vouchers and tax credits, or modern education savings accounts, were the tool created by the new American Corporation and the U.S. Department of Education, which is unconstitutional, not the grassroots roots as are being championed today. And the goal is to merge all education into public for total state control. A lot of stuff. I, and I'm going to say <clears throat> the practical implications of things that we've talked about about the kingdom. What does God tell us to do? Teach your own kids. Get out of that. Get, yep. get out of that. But I'm yep. glad that you're bringing it to light to people because they're going to see what's going to come on. And the way government works is by force. If you say, well, I'm yep. not going to do that. Well, then they're going to force it if you've already submitted yourself to such government. Well, what, one of the reasons why I said I wanted to do this was not only to carry on Charlotte's mission, because she really needed people to get out there and know, look, if you're going to vote for a candidate, first of all, know their education platform. But second of all, if they're telling you that school choice is a good thing, they're not the candidate for you. And, you know, we've tried to make it as basic as possible for folks to really get it. But it's amazing to me how many people will sit there and look at me, well, you just don't like public education. Well, if we use school choice, it's going to kill public education. No, they don't understand that it is going to kill all forms of private education, including homeschooling, rebrand it as public and put it under state nanny control. And so, you know, sit there telling me, oh, well, I'm not going to get into this because it doesn't affect me. It bloody will. It absolutely will. Now, if that's not basic enough for you, uh, one of my latest articles that I did on my blog was the uh, school choice ABCs, and it was a, a lies. And so I went down the alphabet, and I've got a, a lie for every letter related to school choice. So here we go. A, school choice is an absolute lie. B, school choice is a bait and switch. C, school choice ultimately controlled by the government. D, school choice. Uh, robs and demeans humans. E, school choice is egregious and overreaching. F, school choice fails to protect freedom. G, school choice gives false hope. H, school choice hides an agenda. I, school choice increases overreaches by the system. J, school choice is justified as a success. K, school choice kills personal selections. L, school choice leaves school boards up for being taken over. M, school choice misrepresents constitutional authority. N, school choice negates everything that we knew about school choice pre-Every Student Succeeds Act. 
O. School choice opens Pandora's box. P. School choice pushes losing rights outside of education. Q. School choice quits protecting data privacy for life. R. School choice redistributes wealth at government's bidding. S. School choice steals dreams and seals the fate of, hang on, I lost my place, seals fate out of your choosing. Okay, T. School choice is a terrible campaign widget. U. School choice undermines parents. V. School choice, very dangerous. W. Will destroy representative government. X. School choice is excessive exercises of socialism. Y. School choice yields mindless lemmings. And finally, Z. School choice, you should put zero trust in anyone who tells you that it's a good or wonderful thing. Would it be fair to say, you know, mm -hmm. we used to play the the Pink Floyd, the wall music mm -hmm. for you when you come on. Would you be would you say it's fair to say that especially in light of all the things that Charlotte Isserby uh, revealed or her time in the Reagan administration there? Right. Would you say it's fair to say that today's education system, no matter where you go, pretty much mm -hmm. uh, whatever your choice that you make is private, public what religious mm -hmm. school, all that stuff. Would you right. say then in large measure, what it is, is it's a communist indoctrination. I know that's going to hit people a little wrong because they might say, well, I'm, I'm at a, you know, our church has mm -hmm. a, um, it, it has a school or we teach the Bible there in our school and this, that, and the other, but yeah, but, but on the other things, isn't it that, and I would say even with the stuff that we've even been talking about now, they're in many cases teaching men to submit to wicked governments and to wicked laws and to wicked men and all of this other stuff. So would you say that it's basically a Soviet style education that we have here in the United States? It absolutely is. And again, this has been uh, in America for well over a century. And, you know, I did say that the GOP was going to stop at nothing. Here's how both ends of this, this uh, supposed clean turd, the, mainstream political parties are playing this. The Republicans are over here going, oh, well, school choice will protect your family. And after all, if you take the money from the state, you could use it however you want and we'll save you from those mean, evil, nasty Democrats. The Democrats are using it as a way to escape your zip code so that you can be free to choose your school. But neither of them are telling you that they're in on this together. And, you know, we have an article here from Charlotte's uh, Deliberately Dumbing Down website. And she wrote this July 17th of 2019. Here we go again. Both tar parties, same at the top. And it says here, there's a, a little uh, denotating note up at the top. The following is Charlotte Iserbeet's response to Anita Hogue's excellent article, Choice, the Kiss of Death. And it says here, Capitol Hill Outsider. And here, here's Charlotte in her own words. Here we go again for the umpteenth time. Both parties, same at the top. Tax-funded school choice and charters necessary for the implementation of lifelong Soviet polytechnical workforce training agenda and other planks of the Communist Party have been promoted by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the Republican and Democrat Party since America joined the Communist United Nations in 1945. She goes on to tell you from her deliberately dumbing down book that you're going to need to see pages 34 and 35 for a lot of this information that she goes on to tell you. 
Uh, so yeah, and uh, she gives you 15 planks down at the bottom. And this is something that both parties back through the Chamber of Commerce. One, uh, creation of the United States. Two, creation of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, where they coined the phrase human capital because we were worth more as workforce widgets than we are as uh, living, breathing, free people. Three, regional government or new federalism. Well, we've already seen how America's been chopped up into regions. Medicaid or Medicare, the commercialization of medical professions. Uh, the next one, postal reorganization. The next one, organized crime control act. Number seven, contracting for school services with private industries or public private partnerships. Eight, right behind it, voucher system for education. Nine, management and human relation techniques for handling personnel industry. 10, healthcare planning councils. 11, prepaid medical practice or HMOs. Federal land use planning is the next one. 13, federally imposed career education, which we've already seen that. That exploded under Trump, by the way. It didn't start with him, but it exploded under him. Uh, 14, the Equal Rights Amendment. And finally, 15, cross-town busing for desegregation. The argument that the two parties should represent opposed ideas and policies, one perhaps for the right and the other of the left is a foolish idea acceptably only to doctrine and academy thinkers. Instead, the two parties should be almost identical so that the American people can throw the rascals out at any election without leading to any profound or extensive shifts in policy. Hmm. Hmm. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Bethany's comment about I don't want anything to do with the system. That's my attitude too. I, I'm, I'm really right. wanting to be away from the system. But I, I think let me, let me chime in here. This was the thing sure. that that we would always use because, mm -hmm. you know, you were talking about finding a candidate that suits you, and we've talked about biblical requirements. I mean, yeah. if you call yourself a Christian, and you're going to have the, you're going to do, you can't find. And I'm not, look, again, this isn't about looking for, you know, they're just perfection everywhere. But I, but you do expect them to kind of behave themselves and do what's right, and they don't right. do it. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to give my consent to anyone, anyone, um, to govern me or my neighbor in a tyrannical fashion. And just like you said, Republicans and Democrats are doing it different ways, but they're not, yeah. they're not, they're not even supposed to be in education the exactly. state is not supposed to be in it so let me let me give a little uh exhortation to people who are listening and again this is where i say these are kingdom principles mm -hmm. Th this is the biggest one too by the way folks as far as i'm concerned because this is how you pass on uh the the uh the message of the gospel is to your kids and they're going to pass it on to theirs so here's what we read in deuteronomy 6 and i want you to pay close attention to what god says these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments. So there's the law, which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and commandments, not man's statutes and commandments, but God's, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's sons, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, 
that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of the fathers hath promised thee, and the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day, and you can take this, that this is basically being spoken to the men, the fathers here, okay? Which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. And he goes on from there to tell them the reason you're to do this is so that you don't forget me when you come into the land. I've given you all the blessings of life that I'm going to pour out on you. We, we read, uh, well, we didn't read the blessings. We read some of the cursings the other day, but the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 that they look, those things still come upon the people of God if they be obedient to him. But what did the people of God do? They say, nope, I'd rather send them to Caesar. I'd rather send them to Caesar to let Caesar teach them uh, all the abominations that he wants to teach them. He can teach them how they can go from being a boy to a girl, which they can't do. He can teach them that boys can be with boys and girls can be with girls. Uh, you can have whatever religion you want. You can uh, uh, you, you, there's evolution. We, we're really not. We're human at this stage. We might be something else in the future. And we were little frogs and all kinds of other things in the past. And you can send them there and you can say, well, I'll correct it at home. Well, you're not told to do that. How are you going to walk with them? How are you going to sit with them? How are you going to do all these things? And when you rise up, you lie down, you're going to have it all over the place and you're going to spend all this time. How are you going to do that when you're sending them off to the, the public indoctrination centers we call public schools for eight hours a day and they come home and then you're busy working because you're in that system and paying taxes, which some people think is patriotic, which is just nonsense. This is part of getting out of that that system, you see what it's doing. And it's like, who do you have really in office or that run, or that's running for office, Lynn, who's actually saying, no, we, we should have nothing to do with this. And they're calling people back to the way God said that we should be uh, educating our kids. Well, you know, it's, it's strange because here in North Carolina, our governor has just come out and said, no, we don't need vouchers. But then he took it somewhere else. Okay. I'm not saying that he was the way he's handling is, is correct. I applaud him for being truthful about one thing and that, that vouchers are, are not what they're cracked up to be. That's the only thing I'll give him credit for. Okay. Uh, does that make me a Democrat? No, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I am totally divorced of that because I know that the right versus left, the R versus D is the wrong paradigm for this situation. Now, one of the things that Charlotte said, one of the things that I have said is, you know, it's going to shut down all forms of private education, including homeschooling. You need to stop and ask yourself a question. Yes, you're absolutely right. We are commanded in the Bible to teach our kids, and I don't argue that. But we, those of us who want to protect homeschooling, need to understand this is not something that's way down the future, way out in the future. This is not something that is, oh, it might happen. No, this is in the works. There will be an end. And what do you think is going to take the place of your homeschool? Here's Charlotte. This is from this is from March of 2019. She goes on to tell you this is the unconstitutional charter schools 
must go before the Supreme Court. And this is where she was talking about her bumper sticker project. Here is a paragraph that she wrote. However, the final nail in the coffin of representative government, the successful implementation of the tax-funded school choice and charters without elected boards using the Hegelian, I know I probably skewed that one. Hegelian. Dialect. Yeah, that's it. Create the problem, people scream, and then you impose the solution. This can be attributed to the neoconservative Trotskyite support for the passage of the Every Student Succeeds Act and to Trump administration's support for tax-funded school choice and charters with unelected school boards. Now, in recent history, uh, Trotskyites came on board once Reagan elected after the Democratic Party's successful agenda to use the schools through the passage of ESEA in 1965 to destroy children's values. So in other words, the Trotskyites some uh, coming out of the Democratic Party were called to finalize the sinking of representative government through the creation of support for long planned since 1945 tax funded school choice and then charters with unelected boards. Now, she goes on to tell you that, um, you know, here are all the people who were instrumental in this. Reagan, of course, was one of them. But then she goes on to name private institutions public uh, higher education systems as well. And she goes on to tell you that every one of us will be imposed in a work-based training format. And Tim, how many times during the five years I was consistently on, did we talk about not just K through 12 public, but from cradle to grave? And if you weren't in the system, they would put you in the system to reskill you, upskill you, or to career pigeonhole you. And it is so close to fruition. And this 2024 election is going to be, if not the nail in the coffin, it's going to be pretty darn close. Yeah, well, this has been pushed for a while. And I think this yeah. is why, you know, people are frustrated. But again, I'm thinking right at the heart of it. I can't get away from the things I've been right at the heart of it is mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to uphold a, a system that is in direct contradiction to what many people claim they believe. Right. And, um, and, and but they think that if they just get the right jersey in there and the right guy that says the right thing, all will be well. And I'm, I'm, I'm not of that opinion. I'm of the opinion, no, you're going to have to break free of it. And there are some things yeah. that I'm, I'm finding we're seeing even in Supreme Court rulings. Yeah. I'm learning things that a man's only bound to these statutes that they want to write that are, that are not only against God's law, but they're even against their, their own law that they've, they've taken an oath to uphold in the Constitution. Right. They're, they're against that. We've got to pull out of that and we've got to start behaving in a manner in which God says, and part of that is this ruling, uh, I forget the name of it. I was trying to look it up because I thought I'd saved it there, but I guess I didn't. But it mm -hmm. says a man is only bound to these things if he binds himself. So it's kind of like what we talked about, about the mandates and the mask and things of yeah. that nature. You're only bound to that if you're going to bind yourself to it. Otherwise, you can say, no, thanks. I don't want that. And yeah, they might try to use their force and be thugs. I'm not going to say they're not. They're lawless men. That's what they're going to do. But right. but there has to be a way in which it just says no. And uh, an example yeah. I was thinking of this morning in this, and I think it's why people really like films like Braveheart. 
when you think about when he's talking about freedom mm -hmm. and eventually this would that would what was being pushed on the people to be controlled by england would have been pushed on their children and he's like no no i'm not having any of that uh you're not going to rule over me that way you're not going to be I'm not going to submit to you in your in your wicked ruling. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're saying now. And the people have to say with one voice, we're not going to submit to you. We're not going to submit to you, you wicked government. We're going to submit to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and what he said to do. And again, as Bethany said, and as I've said, get yourself out of the system as much as you can. Trust me, there are Absolutely. things even that they've written in the law that give you an escape clause, if you will, from Absolutely. their system. Absolutely. But one of the reasons why I want to encourage folks to go to the website and get these bumper stickers and get this one page summary is to start getting it not to just voters, but we need to be informing those who are running that, look, if you're supporting this, here's some stark realities. Is this really what you want to, to take into office with you? This is not about me. This is not about Charlotte. This is about getting truth to people. And, you know, bumper stickers are, are kind of silly sometimes, but this is a very important mission to give uh, power to the people. Because if you see someone with that, or if you see someone with any of the resources that will be sent to you in conjunction with the bumper sticker, you're going to be one well-informed citizen, and you're going to be one who can help point people to the truth, not to all the dog and pony show that's going on right now. So I'm strongly encouraging folks, if you don't want to use PayPal, that's fine. There's an email that you can uh See, let me give you my email address because it has changed. All right. If you don't want to go to the uh, website and use PayPal to get your kit, uh, you can email me at info at commoncorediva.com. That's info at commoncorediva.com. And I can tell you how to get uh, the donations to me. But yeah, I'm trying to offset the cost because it was quite expensive to get these mailed. That's beside the point. I'm more concerned about getting the information to the people. And like I said, you could buy one bumper sticker or you could buy a hundred or you could buy a thousand. It doesn't matter to me. We've got to get these out and circulated. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's, let's go through this. Uh, this was, sure. oops, I opened up all this and <laughs> that. Now this is from, <clears throat> this is from, from uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Yep. And she's talking about this, uh, these charter schools. So let's, let's give a yep. little review in this because um, a lot of people think, well, a charter school, a private school, they don't have to go through this. And I already know the answer because you've said it to me so many times. It's burned in my yeah. head. Uh, yeah. Every student succeeds <laughs> act, right? All this stuff. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, the lawless law that they created for all this. So what what all went on with all of this stuff? I mean, did has this ever gone up here? And what did they say about it? Are they just going along with the system? Uh, the Supreme oh, Court yeah, to say this is just fine? They're going along with it. And, you know, I just this week met with a school board member and he's telling me parents are begging for charters. And you want to know why? Because the illusion that they're better than the public system has worked brilliantly. And so I sent him home with information just like what you showed. And he's like, I never saw that. I never thought of that. 
They're also in my district. They're also clamoring for IB schools. And I gave him information for that. Dude, you don't want this. Parents should not want it. But they're doing it because the propaganda to do better has worked so well. Which is why school choice is the flavor of this election. Because you're somehow going to get something for nothing. Yeah, right. We know how that works. Well, I think what happens is, is again, like we've talked about when we brought out uh, bills and legislation, stuff that they've, they've, they put out, they put the best possible title on it to make it sound like it's freeing and empowering. It's kind of like um, uh, what, what, what Satan did in the garden with Eve. He, he's saying, well, wait a minute, you know, that fruit's not bad for you. Look how good it is to eat. And, and yeah. God knows that when you eat it, you're going to be like him. You're, you're gonna be able, mm -hmm. You won't need him for all this. Come on. It's, this is great. This is freeing. But really yeah. what it was, was it was bondage. And, and um, that's what these are. Yeah, that is what that's, these, that's the same thing. It is precisely the same thing. And, you know, help me get this message out. This is why I'm on today is to have everyone to be encouraged to we know the truth. It's our time. It's our job to get this out. And if a bumper sticker and a stupid one page summary is the way to do it, then that's the tool that we've been given. And that's what we need to use. But again, let me let me see if I, I can because I get frustrated with it because I see the simple answer and the simple answer is to do what God said with your kids as far as education. Right. It, but isn't isn't this and, and I, I think we do need to expose the lie of what school choice is, but isn't that still hacking at a branch when the root is you guys have no say so in education? <laughs> you don't you don't get to and, tell people what to do with their kids in education. And yet, right, what do we got? Right. We got truancy laws if your kids don't go to school right. and all this kind of stuff. And it's like man just keeps piling on more laws that God never gave because mm -hmm. he can't control uh well, free men, and he can't control the lawless ones either. He just can't do it. So he keeps piling on more laws, thinking right. that's going to control the human heart, and it's not. And you're right. And yes, it is hacking at a branch. But Tim, when you live under a controlled government system like we do and have been since the late 1800s, you got to start somewhere. I agree. I'm just saying I'd like to take the chainsaw to the root. <laughs> and, and, cut you the know, old tree down. Believe, believe <laughs> me, I would be the lead person because people are like, oh, well, this will help shut down the Department of Education. How? Really? How is this really going to do that? Think about it. Yeah. The overall plan is to have a national control over all education because it will all be public and all be under federal control. And people, well, you just you just don't want to see the Department of Education go. No, how many shows have I said I'm I'm for shutting it down? But you have to do it by the law, and just going in and pulling the plug on one day is not going to work it, because it will scatter. And we've gone over that too. And what do you think? Where do you think most of it's going to go? We've been over this one too. Anything that's workforce related goes to who? Department of Labor. What is this whole uh, uh, trajectory? Workforce-based learning. So academics are going to go. I mean, think about it, especially under the Sustainable Development Goal number four, which is quality education for all. It tells you precisely 
you will get basic math and reading for sustainability. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a good con. I, there's a good comment here in the chat. Okay. Uh, this is obsolete man. He says bumper stickers are nice, but yeah, if America can't read and understand the context and application of what they are reading, <laughs> you get what we have now. Well, I agree, and I agree. Yeah. About what I've been saying about the Bible, if you don't read it in the context. Yep. Um, and Absolutely. this is why I come to the conclusion I do. Well, um, I'm gonna. Then you have the same. You have the same kind of issue. Right. Well, you know, here's my here's here's something, you know, if if they can't read, that's one thing. But you could certainly mail them to your uh, representative form of government while you still have your representative form of government, along with the summary so they can see, oh, I might be out of a job pretty soon. Yeah, well. All right, so. <laughs> Uh -oh. I, I, you know, it must be I, a good one. Well, no, it all it always comes it always comes back to this issue of people go, well, what do we do? What do we do? And everybody wants to go, well, we vote, we vote for the right. I, I, I just, just I, told you what you can do. Uh, yeah, but the but the still, I understand that, but yeah. the people themselves want to do. Now, when you talk about you've got to with the Department of Education, all these kinds of things, you still have to find somebody who even understands that to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about Thomas Massey and, uh, you know, I know Thomas Massey has, at least in his voting record, I mean, he's had a hundred percent, uh, constant that's been constitutional, but mm. the problem is, is like what you said. Yeah. He wants to get rid of the department of education, but he's not even understanding how all those tentacles are wrapped up in all these other unconstitutional departments. And as we've been saying here lately, especially with the FBI, but I've been saying it for a number of years. They need to rid us of all of these. Alpha, uh, they need to rid the U.S. government with all these um, mm. unconstitutional agencies because you can see they act like a bunch of thugs. And I'm just going to say this. The guys testifying the other week. Hey, look, I feel for you guys, but you guys were dealing it out to the American people, too. You were dealing that stuff out with the FBI and you gave just like that. So you know what? What goes around comes around, fellas. I feel bad for you, but if you're going to engage in that, that kind of thuggery that the FBI does against the American people, well, then when it comes back on you, I, I'm sorry for you, but I'm not sorry for you. You, you endure that. Yeah. And I think the same thing happens here in the whole education process as well. Yeah, it absolutely does. But uh, yeah, so that's what I got for you. Okay, well, we still have some time. So why don't you tell us what all is going on with you? Share with the audience what all you've been involved in and uh, and what you're busy doing. And you've got a show on, or you've got one, at least one, maybe two or three. I don't know. Okay, let's see here. Well, Catching Fire News had to take a little bit of a break because, you know, Tom DeWeese with American Policy Center has uh, had to do some reorganization. So I'm on pause from that. Um Let's see here what else is going on. Oh, I got to go to Virginia last month. I've uh, been working on some international presentations for education. I just filmed one that uh, I'm releasing via email because the, the video is too large to share over Facebook message or anything like that. Um, Twitter, as you say, for what it's worth, would let me release the whole thing. So I had a, a trailer and I just said, hey, here's a trailer. If you want it, you know, let me know. There's been some good response to that. And it was focusing on uh, SDG4, which is, you know, education. I've got uh, 
meetings that are coming up for at least three other, no, excuse me, two other international organizations that are interested in having me come on and give presentations. So I've got a lot of that going on. I've also got some folks around the country who are asking me to, hey, can you come and speak? So that's really picking back up. Then, of course, this latest project uh, to help carry out Charlotte's mission, but to inform the voters uh, is going on on my blog. And of course, you can find that commoncordiva.com. Go to the donate button. You should be able to see there's a drop down menu now where you can see the school uh, choice resources. That's where you get all that. Uh, let's see them doing radio interviews as well. So, yeah, I would say I'm pretty darn busy. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure some people want a little bit of health update. Everything's still going good on that front? I have a, a follow-up in Augusta. That's where the lumpectomy happened. I have a follow-up in July. Uh, I have uh, not really a whole lot to share until then. Last time I did go, everything was in apple pie order, which is wonderful. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do the best that I can. Uh, the one thing that I do still struggle with, though, is trying to keep the stress down because that's something that feeds our body negatively. And so I'm I am still struggling with that. Well, then dealing with this stuff probably doesn't help that. I can oh, tell you it that. really, really doesn't. But, you know, you have to keep going because yeah. that's that's our that's our mission. That is what God said. Here's what I need you to do. Yeah, or to be exposing the uh, the yeah. excuse me, I'm hitting the wrong button there. To be exposing okay. the works of darkness, not complying with them, not yeah. uh, supporting it in any way, but to expose it for what it is. And mm -hmm. uh, again, I you know maybe I'm maybe I'm just too simple here, but this is why I say the people are just going to have to start little by little mm -hmm. doing it individually. Um, you're going to have to start bringing your kids home. You're going to have to start teaching them. Um, I, I, I saw somebody made mention in here uh, in the chat about starting um, neighborhood homeschool academies. Well, that's that's fine uh, if you want to do that. But just remember, if you don't pull out of the system, that issue is even if you're not under a local school board, you still get a you, that's that application will still apply to you. Uh, of what they're doing. And this is what Lynn was warning about with homeschools is you can say, well, I'm not a part of that system, but sadly you are by mm -hmm. virtue of where you reside, what yeah. your citizenship is and all of that other stuff, you're, you're being in that. And so I'm trying to gather these specifics because I think there's an answer, but it's not going to come through the collective, if you will. It's going right. to come through the individual. You're going to have to do it. You can't put it off on somebody else. And I think this, Lynn, is the biggest issue we have. We right. want to put it off on somebody else to fix that 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 somehow these these guys mm -hmm. that ask for our vote, that we know every time they ask for our vote, they're going to go up there and they're not going to do what they said they were going to do. They're just well, not going to do they're, it. Right. They're ineffectual. But I just want to say, yeah, teach them at home. But do remember at some point. They are going to grow up. They may move out and, you know, you better hope and pray they have a solid enough foundation because the system is out to devour them as well as us. And this is how. So, yeah, just, uh, you know, wise as serpent and gentle as doves is applicable in some instances for this. But we also have to remember 
You know, David killed Goliath with one strategic stone in the right location. Yeah, he did. And I, I would say, you know, if uh, the people that the kids do have to grow up, but it doesn't mean because you're teaching at home and you know this, that they're not sociable. How are they going to learn socialization? Well, in ours, we got our own zip code here. So our kids well, always had, yeah, they had a little, they had a little country, all of their own here at home, but it wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't like we stayed here. We, we go out, yeah. we meet people, oh, yeah, they interact things. with. So yeah, that's not the do. issue. But I, but the thing is, is if you're doing it God's way, what are you teaching them? You're not teaching them the commandments and the laws and the statutes of men. Instead, what are you doing? These are the commandments, the statutes and the judgments with the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. And I, even though uh, old covenant Israel is gone and done away with, I still think the principle is there of what mm -hmm. we do. We teach the commandments of God. Even yep. in, and I was showing this in the book of Revelation the other, other day, it's, there's still those all throughout the book who keep the commandments of God. They keep the commandments of Jesus. Those things are still going on even there. And I think there's a good principle that we could do. And imagine what it would be like. I did an article some years back and mm -hmm. was pointing out the literacy rate in early America. Yeah, you've talked about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and what did they have? Well, basically, I mean, they had they had some other books. They didn't have any other books besides besides the Bible. But basically, they used the Bible and it was reading the Bible at the breakfast table, reading it at the dinner table. And then I'm sure they were reading some other things, but that was the that was the foundation. And why were the people free? Because they were not ignorant. They were not ignorant. And I believe it was Jefferson who said, a people can't expect to remain free and ignorant at the same time. They exactly. can't do it. They just can't do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we've been taught by a system that says, well, you can't teach because you're a parent. And, you know, you've got your secretary of education right now going, well, teachers are with your kids more than you are. So, therefore, we must trust our teachers. Really? With what some of them are doing, I'm really going to trust that. We have also been taught not only could we not teach, uh, which is why a lot of people struggle with the concept of homeschooling, but we've also been told that, um, you know, let someone else go and do it. Or we replicate their system in our home. That's not homeschooling. We've also seen COVID. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's been an increase in homeschooling. No, there's been an increase of people at home with their kids still in school using the the same system resources. That's not true homeschooling. Yeah. That is not that is it, it just isn't. We've got to stop letting the system influence us so much when it comes to our families. And this is why I have fought so hard for so long is that this system, this is why Charlotte fought for so long. This is why you have fought and so many others like us have fought is because the system is ready to chew us up and spit us out. And, you know, you may not like George Carlin, but he was spot on when he was talking about rights. Government is a man-made entity, and we have let our government as man-made entities control us for way too long. And the government doesn't give a fig about your rights, your family's rights. 
They care about one thing, and that's an increase in power. And school choice, in its in its ugly truth, will do precisely that. Well, if we can kind of get ready to close out here, one of the sure. things that I think about it is 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 that uh, if if men are not going to obey God, then basically they're going to be turned over to men. Okay, mm -hmm. men who think just like Satan. They want to be God. They want to be the lawgiver. They want to be your protector and your provider. Doesn't matter how crooked they have to do it. If they have to steal from your neighbor to be your provider, they'll do that. And they'll put a gun to their head. And most people in America are just fine with, I paid into the social security system, so I ought to get something out of it. Well, I agree. You ought to get your money back because they, they basically stole it. But the fact of the yeah. matter is you consent to it. Uh, mm -hmm. The second part is you paid into it to pay for somebody else ahead of you. And your hope is they're going to hold the gun to the younger generation, to their head, to steal their money, to pay for yours because they don't have any. America has been bankrupt since 1933. Yeah, we, we have no money. This is why this piece is a paper and we've done the show on the lawless money. This is why they say it has no value except what you think it does. And ignorant people remember that and ignorant people, they don't they're not free. And lawless money is one of the easiest ways to get you into bondage. Lynn's talked about this too. $10,000 a family on the school choice and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. That's the bondage. It, they're using lawless yeah. money to bring you into bondage. But it's because we've departed wickedly from our God and we've not obeyed what he said, Lynn. Uh, we got about Absolutely. a minute here. Tell people where they can find out more about you and give them the times and dates of your shows. You got about a minute. Go. Okay. CommonCoreDiva.com. Again, if you want to get the resources, go to the donate page. You can uh, scroll down there, find it, uh, get as many as you need. Uh, all the resources will come with it. Uh, as far as the shows, uh, you'll have to stay tuned because I don't even know when uh, Catching Fire is coming back. So just uh, hang out there with me. If you need information, you don't want to use the PayPal to get your school choice kit. Uh, info at CommonCoreDiva.com and just listen out for me on uh, social media. And that's the easiest and best way to get in touch with me now. Yep. And a lot of people said they've been following you on uh, Twitter. You're pretty mm -hmm. active over there. And oh, yeah. Lynn sends me stuff on Twitter and I may not see it for three or four or five <laughs> days because I don't look for any of that. I use social media just to post stuff. Yep. And uh, people keep trying to message me on all kinds of things and I can't keep up with Lynn can do that stuff. I can't do it. Uh, so be sure and check her out over there and all of these other various outlets she's on. Uh, Lynn, appreciate you getting up early. I know we missed things yesterday, but thank you for getting That's up early okay. and coming on with us. It was great to see you again. I know the uh, audiences appreciate you coming on. Hang on and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern today, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And yes, it's Friday, which means tomorrow is... Kate Shimarani will be with us at 8 a.m., so don't miss that. Lord willing, we'll talk to you then. See you.